Hello, and thanks for joining today's episode of the Founders Corner podcast hosted by AJ Prasad. Join AJ as he sits down with healthcare professionals to discuss ways of improving their marketing efforts. As an entrepreneur and proud owner of several seven-figure web-based businesses, AJ has now dedicated himself to helping healthcare professionals in building up their practices. If you would like to contact AJ and become a guest on the Founders Corner podcast, fill out the form on our website. In today's episode, AJ will be speaking with Shahar Lawrence, a licensed clinical social worker and founder of Holistic Counseling. Her mission is to provide others with a complete holistic strategy to overcome the challenges that life presents. Enjoy the show. Hi, Shahar. How are you? I'm doing well, AJ. How are you? Good, good. Uh, so tell me, where are you located? I'm always... I am you know, based on... Oh, go ahead. Yeah. I'm sorry, where? I'm based out of Utah. Oh, you're based out of Utah. Okay, good, good. Uh, so, you know, right now I'm in, in Tennessee, actually, and Oliver okay. is, our office is in uh, in Orange County, so that, that's why I was just wondering what time zone you're in. So, uh, so perfect. So, Sar, like uh, Oliver explained, I want you to tell us something about you and the and the issues that you are facing. Uh, and this is for our audience because all our audience are uh, healthcare providers, so so the they can relate to uh, to what your challenges are in what you're doing and what your challenges are. And then uh, then when I answer your questions, it will be most relevant for them, for them. So that uh, so that so. Why don't you take like a few minutes? Let us know about you, uh, about your your uh, business. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I have a business called Holistic Counseling based out of Utah. Um, we are currently doing everything via telehealth and we have therapists um, that are licensed or like I am licensed in Utah and Nevada so we can provide mental health therapy to um, populations in both states. Um, mm-hmm that telehealth practice, we primarily focus on taking a holistic approach to healing. Um, I have found that there's just such a benefit in connecting our mind, our bodies, and our soul to being able to get the most whole piece of healing um, that a lot of individuals come to therapy for. Um, And I'm a Mm -hmm. huge advocate for trying to make sure that they get the best outcome out of that. Um, I also am a huge advocate for having specializations. So I personally specialize in working with sexual assault and domestic violence or intimate partner violence survivors, um, because that's something I'm super passionate about. It's something I've worked with for the last six years and primarily just worked with that. Um, so I've learned a lot in, from experience working with clients, from experiences volunteering at the hospitals, working at the Capitol, trying to change laws, right? So I've, I've been able to get a broad perspective of what that looks like. Um, which then in turn helps that way when I'm working with a client, we're able to really understand that whole picture and help them move through that healing process. Um, So anytime that I've hired therapists and had other therapists working for me, that's also a big piece of what I look for in a therapist that I hire is that they have certain specializations that they can offer to the team. Um, So when Mm -hmm. clients call in, they get those specialized clients or those clients get those specialized therapists who can really focus on that. Um, so, so I have a quick, quick question here. So what, uh, when you are saying therapist, what is, you know, are the therapists able to write prescription or what, what, what tell me what is required to be a therapist in your organization? 
Yeah, so we are doing mental health therapy. So we don't prescribe medication. That one we um, refer out to psychiatrists and APRNs um, who mm-hmm. keep more of the prescriptions of the medication. We focus a lot more on the actual talk therapy, the movement therapy, EMDR therapy. Um, a lot okay. of that being able to process through whatever the events or the challenges are. Um, some of it will also include coaching where it's more of like, how do we take one specific problem and come with a better result, a little bit more solution focused of what are these exact steps we can take to have a more positive mm-hmm. result. Okay, perfect. perfect. I, I understand that. Thank you. Yeah, just go ahead. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's basically my practice. Um, most of the questions that I have for you today and just kind of like the difficulty we've been having is um, most of the work, our, our bigger chunk of work has actually come from doing contracts with bigger organizations. So we'll get a contract with like a residential treatment center or with um, governmental organizations who are providing therapy to bigger um, populations, more specific, right? And so then mm-hmm. we'll hire in therapy those contracts but I also want to make sure that we're accessible to your day-to-day people right the your standard person who's walking down the street looking for their weekly therapist right uh, so so let me ask you a question there so right now when you're getting the contract how are you is that a RFP process I mean how does it work yeah so the contracts are actually kind of surprisingly been our easiest part because that's what we have been doing and what the chunk of our clients have been in the past. Um, Mm -hmm. So that's typically just through networking, people I've known, people who are starting organizations that know my organization um, and know what we do. And so we're able to create that contract. Um, The difficulty more so has been marketing to your standard day-to-day people and finding how to um, get those clients and advertise to those clients who are just not big organizations, not contract-based. Totally understand. And, and just one quick question. So when you go through these organizations, who pays for the therapy, the patient or the organization? Um, typically, the uh, organization will pay for the therapy if it's with the contracts. But okay. if we're doing okay. the day-to-day people, that's going to be um, cash pay right now. And so that would be the patient mm-hmm. pay. Okay. Okay. Good. Now I understand that. Yeah, good. So now... I think that everyone has, I have a good enough idea of what you do so, uh, and what you are doing right now. So where do you want to take it first? And then I will answer your question. So, so, so right now, are you busy? Do you want to grow? I mean, what, what's the biggest challenge that you are facing? Um, I would love to grow. I am busy. Like I, I personally have a good caseload. I'm doing okay, but I would like my mm. organization to grow. I'm a very ambitious individual, I'd like to say. And so I, I have all these big mm. dreams and goals and I would love to create a big facility that's really accessible to a lot of people, um, which is oh. why I'm looking for getting more, um, oh. more of that standard day to day. Perfect. Okay, good. So let's talk about your specific questions. Awesome. The first one I had was how to advertise to cash paying clients. Hmm. So, so, so first thing uh, you are, you said that you, you are licensed in Utah and, and Nevada, right? So th- those are two states that you can get people. Yes. Am I correct. And, and it's all telemedicine, hundred percent, right? Yes. Right now it is. Eventually, I'd like okay. it to be with a facility, like an in-person place. But for now, we're just doing telehealth. Okay. 
So, so you know, the, the strategy for in-person versus, um, you know, telehealth is going to be very different, right? Because in-person, you are now targeting just the local people, which is, believe it or not, is relatively easier. Uh, you know, even though it may sound like, oh, I have all over the state, you know, in two states, so I should, it should be easier to get the, um, you know, get the patient there, but actually it is somewhat harder. Uh, so, so, so let's just talk about the telemedicine aspect of it. So, so let's just assume that you're doing telemedicine and, and when you're ready, uh, when you have your locations, I'm happy to, to, to talk, we can do a follow-up, um, if, if you would like, so that it's not a problem. So for telemedicine, if you are advertising, I would say, uh, really you want to target, uh, so a couple of things. So you, you want to. Social media is the ideal uh, place to go, you know, when you're advertising, because you, you can make it very, uh, you know, you, you can always make it very uh, geographic centric, right? So you can just say, okay, my ad is going to go just in these. And I don't suggest Google because, you know, you can try that with Google paid advertising also. I don't suggest it because generally, it becomes very expensive and by the time you figure out, um, you know, if you have an expert, if you have a marketing expert, definitely you should try Google also because uh, with a small budget, you would know what is the cost of each, um, you know, cost of each patient that you can get from Google. Uh, so that's one way to do it is to do a Google paid advertising. Someone is looking for a therapist in say Utah and, and Nevada, then you have they will see your ad and it, they can they will click go to a landing page and they can they you know at that point they reach out to you and um, and then you convert them right into a patient. Uh, the other option uh, I would say which you should also look at the media uh, and especially because you know, on social media you would find the the groups right so the groups dedicated to helping people with, uh, um, with mental issues. You know, there are influencers who are talking that people go to, I mean, they could be influencers, but they may not have um, be offering your services. So, so social media advertising directly uh, for services, uh, which is certainly reasonable, at, at least at this point on say on Facebook or Instagram and all. Uh, and also um, identifying, uh, identify the, uh, you know the uh, the influencers and reach out to them. So I think that if you are going directly, you know, after the client, uh, the uh, you know the patient, and you want them to contact you, uh, and it's a statewide for two states. Uh, these are the the, uh, the the two things that I can say you should you can start to try immediately um, right now. So. Definitely, you, you can have have these two paid advertising. My, my suggestion is that you should find uh, someone. Some, I mean, it's it's ideal to have even the social media doing it because if you if if you are doing uh, therapy, then <laughs> then you don't have you won't have time to do marketing. But but it depends on your budget, right? So if you don't have a budget, you can you can do that. Um, paid advertising is is tough. Uh, on Google, because you, you need some expert who who knows who who can keep on tweaking until they come up with a 
uh, essentially the, the ideal situations, like, okay, this, this is a keyword, this is how much I want to spend, uh, and this is a landing page that is going to give me, that is giving me the best return. So, so that piece you, will, you should go to a professional. Um, social media advertising, I don't know if you've done it enough, but try it. So I would say that right now where you are, where you want to be all telemedicine, I think that that's, you have to go after the broader market. Essentially what you're doing by, through this approach is, uh, is that people, you, you are reaching out to people who are looking for the solution, right? And then they can immediately uh, find you. And if you can find the influencers and, and talk to them or, or create like your own podcast, for example, uh, which, would, which I, I would suggest that you should do that, where you can talk about the different components, right? When you are talking about holistic uh, treatment and what is, you know, counseling, what does it mean? Why it is better and all that. So having your own podcast will help. Um, ultimately, you want people to know about you, notice you, and then say, yeah, I want to talk to her. Okay, that's awesome. Okay, that's really helpful. So really being able to use social media um, to get out there, get seen, um, and then paying somebody else to kind of do those Google ads if the budget is there to yeah. get to yeah. even better network. Definitely. That, that, again, just, to, you know, I'm not saying that Google ad is, is brain surgery. <laughs> it's not, but, you know, the challenge of Google ad is that, you know, you have just small, small components, like you have to become expert in creating a landing page. You have to become uh, expert in creating the Google accounts and uh, analytics and understanding what's working, not working, and it's not worth it because you're not in the, in that business, right? So that's uh, that's that's the reason I'm saying that you are better off uh, doing that. Social media, yes, the more you are yourself active, uh, participating on social media campaigns, uh, the better it, it is, generally speaking. And it doesn't take a, so much time on social media. I mean, you still need to be able to and you can, you know, there are so many contractors that you can reach out to and get some ads done so that you can put on social media. But beyond that, you have to be on top of it. Only you can respond to people who comment there, right, and, and follow and ask questions. Uh, so that's the reason I'm saying that you are better at managing social media and expert is managing because on uh, Google advertising, paid advertising, only thing that they are doing is uh, getting to a point where someone fills up a form to and ask you to talk to them or call you. So that's what Google will do. Uh, this one, it's a little bit of more engagement there of the business owner, so you will be able to do that on okay. social media. Okay, great, thank you. Mm -hmm. Um, the next question I had was how to do some market research on um, whether or not what I'm wanting to offer is something that is needed or wanted in the area that I'm trying to offer it in. Oh, okay. So that is actually, you know, that, um, you know, you're talking to someone who started a career in market research. And in those days, even a simple research used to cost Twenty thirty thousand dollars, and I'm talking long time back. You know, thirty thousand was worth something in those days. But now it is very easy. I, what I would do is, you should go to SurveyMonkey, and uh, and you can create the uh, 
so you can go there you can sign up for you know for uh, for an account you know it's it's very easy you, you can create the survey that you that you want either you want open ended someone writes it or you want to make it um, you know multiple choice or whatever so it's it's fairly simple to do that i think in within 45 minutes one hour you will be able to create that and then it also has the you can just define that who you want uh, your target audience so obviously geography is given right but then uh, then you may may want to say you know i want to uh, deal with men of this age group or or uh, you know women of this age group so so you can sort of target and they have a huge panel in the social media you know the this uh, um, survey monkey so it will just send out and and do a survey and you will get i think within a day you will get the results and and those are uh, those are pretty good we we very extensively use uh, survey monkey to to get the consumer idea about our our product so it's it's a very good tool you you should use that and you really cool. will get that I'm sorry. I didn't know that was an option. That's really cool to know. Yeah, it's it's a it's a fantastic tool that you can use and and like I said, they have a built-in. Of course, there's a cost, but it's it's not that uh, uh, you know humongous cost also. And because they have a built-in uh, panel, so they will just send it to the target audience that you you say this is what people that I want to talk to. And and even there, suppose you said my. Target audience. I want to do between. Uh, I'm just throwing a number. Uh, 20 to 60 years of age. Uh, you can do that, and you can say half men, half women. It will do that, and it will even give you a further breakdown. That say, okay, 20 to 25 is this answer, and and you know 25 to 30, so that you even it it will help you see oh, what your service is appealing to uh, women of 35 to 40. I mean, you, and, and then you can start to target even, even you know, micro target, uh, you know, further. So it, that's a very good tool. You should use it. Uh, and again, it's simple. So someone as much as you, I think in within an hour, you'll be able to get done and, and get started there. Awesome. Okay. I'll give that one a try. Um, how do I go about don uh, marketing to donors and investors to be able to grow a nonprofit sector? Because that is one of my goals is to make part of it a nonprofit to be able to provide resources for people who can't afford therapy and maybe don't have good enough insurance. So how do I go about finding those donors and investors? So, so the first, first thing first is you have to um, create like what I always call your ideal customer profile, right? So when you're talking about donors, I mean, what, what kind of donors? Based on your experience, it's like, do you need, are these corporate executives, are these uh, investors, uh, venture capitalists, are, are these uh, retired CEOs, whatever. So, so first thing in your, you, you have based on your experience or based on talking to people uh, or even with your gut, you can start to do that. And, and uh, interestingly, the, the, best way to reach out to them is LinkedIn. So, so what you do is through the LinkedIn ad. So if you have, say, say you said that, oh, you know, the pharmaceutical C-suits are the, are the ones that I want to 
uh, I, I, my best target, right? Or the CEOs in general are best target for. So you you have to decide, and I always suggest to to narrow target as much as possible because then you can have a message in your ad that will just appeal to them, then everyone. But if you once you do that, and and you can have five different campaigns. So LinkedIn lets you uh, target it, right? So if you said that, okay, I want this to go to the CEO, CEO, and the chief medical officer of uh, healthcare. In, you know, uh, providers, because you know there's a there's a feeling also, right, that you you send a patient there, or so so you if you do that in LinkedIn, it will let you just target those people. And, you know, your ad will only show to those people, and you charge them, and they you pay only if someone has clicked to see your. So of course you will have to create a landing page, right, on on your website for donors and why they should be uh, a donor and what's the benefit of it. And then uh, then you can just advertise. And on this particular case, I would say, uh, start with LinkedIn. That's your one of the best sources to reach professionals and quote unquote rich people, you know, investors, you know, kind of people. Okay, that's cool. I didn't know LinkedIn had that option either. Thank you. <laughs> sure. You're teaching me all the new little tricks and hacks here. I love it. <laughs> yeah, so you know, I'm I'm happy that I'm I'm really you know helpful here. So so great. Yeah, with LinkedIn, you will be surprised. You know how cheap and uh, accurate, or you 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 can just target people that that you you want to go and reach out to. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay. Um, now, how do I make sure that I'm appropriately appropriately using my SEO? to help advertise my business website? So I, I would there, um, I would suggest that you should uh, work with a SEO company. So, so I will tell you the general process is that uh, someone will do an analysis. The first thing is what is the market? So someone can do the analysis and say, okay, your target your, for your service, these are the keywords that people are using to search for your service, right? So that, uh, so who knows that uh, Google Analytics and there's a lot of uh, tools out there. So it it will literally help uh, you identify that someone's saying, okay, telemedical telemedicine, you know, help you know, mental therapy, and there are like five thousand searches in uh, uh, Utah and Nevada. You know, to to that extent. So first thing is to start with the keyword. And then uh, the the website need to needs to be optimized for the keyword. Now again, optimizing doesn't mean that all over the website you are mentioning that. There's there's there are a lot of technical uh, component to it, and then there, obviously there's a um, uh, there's a content uh, component to it. So it needs to be done for the website, and then then make sure that the website is is Google friendly and meets the Google guidelines. For example, there is a, uh, Google gives you, essentially the, the way Google will rank you over someone else is Google has a very complex ranking algorithm. And based on that, whoever has number one for that keyword shows up first. So, but but we know that, uh, for example, the is your website uh, super friendly you know, on the mobile phone? is uh, Google has a policy called mobile first. 
So it will look at the site and, and anything that is not uh, really uh, uh, super friendly on, on the mobile format, then it dings you a point, right? So making mobile friendly. The, another thing Google looks at is what's the load time? Uh, and and so, so there, there are a bunch of those components that any uh, proficient, uh, anyone who knows what they're doing when it comes to SEO, in no time will give you a output that says, okay, this is where you stand right now, your website. Uh, and then, uh, then really, you know, once you know that there is a process of how to, uh, how to fix it. So that's the reason I'm saying that you, you would need to, uh, to work with someone who knows SEO very well and the, and marketing both not, you know, SEO has a lot of technical component. But then, of course, you know, the, if you are one way or another, you rank number one, but no one comes to you. And by the way, if you are ranked number one and for a keyword, and you have a lot of visits, but no one contacts you, Google will say, "Oh, demote this page because they, you know it's not relevant." So, so, so this, there are just too many moving parts here. Um, so th this is the reason I'm saying that you should uh, definitely have that. If, you know, my suggestion is contact two or three um, digital marketing agencies in your area. So uh, I know that Utah is like, like literally, uh, there's lots of, uh, you know, it has become almost like a capital of SEO. So I would suggest talk to some two, three uh, agencies, make sure that you are not um, one, one of the you know, if, if some agency is doing, for example, HCA, Hospital Corporation of America, and you get your account, then they are going to just throw the most junior person to do one, uh, your work. So make sure that you have a reasonable attention uh, and, and talk to two, three people. They will educate you also where the need is, what's the opportunity, and then make a decision there. But uh, it's just way too many moving parts for someone to learn and do it. And also the other thing is that you can spend hundreds of hours to learn what is happening today and then tomorrow Google changes algorithm again and you will have to do it all over. So you have to focus on um, deal with the company that does the SEO on a regular basis. Okay, I like that. Okay. Um, are there okay. any other marketing techniques that you would say I should follow or try? You know, one thing that I always suggest to people, so right these days, uh, your online review is, is probably the most, has become the most important piece of marketing, uh, especially when you're talking, uh, whether, it, whether it's telemedicine or in, in office, because in, now, you know, we have research after research that suggests that more than 80%, 83-84% of the people check reviews before they make any decision about the healthcare provider. So you want to make sure that that number one, you are uh, you have good reviews, and also on all the relevant platforms that people check, right? And and um, and so it, it's not just Google or or you know Yelp probably is not even as relevant for you. But it's not just Google or uh, or Facebook only. I mean, it could be I don't know uh, for your area. 
is it vital for health grades and all those things are there or not, but it makes a lot of sense for you to uh, find out what are the platforms where uh, people you know, can find uh, a review platform where people can find uh, therapists uh, and then make sure that you have a profile there and then drive people, you know, your uh, happy uh, um, patients to go and write reviews. That is going to be your really critical, uh, you know, it will either make it or break break your uh, digital marketing effort. Okay, that's good to know. Okay, so I gotta work on that piece as well then. Awesome. Perfect. Well, I think that's all of my okay. questions. I really appreciate everything you taught me today. Thank you. Yeah, it was really good talking to you. I, I always like um, the business owners who have specific questions so I can help and and to my for my audience also anyone who has exact your issues which believe it or not <laughs> most of the people have the same problems that yeah. that you have so so they can also see and and so this was a very good productive uh, you know talk today so thank you for asking some really smart questions thank you I appreciate that thank you for your time yeah, so we've got um, holistic counseling. We're just really focused on making sure that we're using a full mind, body, and soul integration to getting that whole healing that most of our clients are looking for. Um, we also like to prioritize having specialized therapists. So you're working with a therapist who specializes in the things that you're trying to work through. Um, I personally focus primarily on sexual assault and domestic violence or intimate partner violence survivors. Um, and working with them in finding that healing. And we use a lot of movement, art, music, animals, um, yoga, things like that. We just really like to make sure that it's not just your standard sit talk therapy. Um, you can check us out on our website, yourholisticcounseling.com. Um, and we'd be happy to answer any questions you have from there. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Founders Corner podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate and follow us on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and SamCloud. If you are interested in being a guest, be sure to visit our main page at www.gmrwebteam.com forward slash the Founders Corner.